This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine of what could become an historical day in Canadian thoroughbred racing. Yes, it's the 129th running of the Breeders' Stakes this afternoon at Woodbine, where an aptly named horse has stolen the hearts of racing fans everywhere. Yes, we are talking about Mighty Heart, a one-eyed colt, and the winner of the Queen's Plate and Prince of Wales Stakes, who today, with a victory in the Breeders' Stakes, could complete the coveted OLG Canadian Triple Crown, a feat that was last done in 2003 by the great Wando, Actually, only eight horses have been able to sweep the crown since 1959, a testament to the grueling three-race set, which is now a tri-surface series, Tepeda on Woodbine, dirt at Fort Erie Racetrack, and then culminating today with the breeders and the challenging one and a half miles over the E.P. Taylor turf course. Shortly, you will meet Larry Cordes, Mighty Heart's proud owner and breeder, who will be joined by his granddaughter, Jen Perrin, and we will talk more about how it's been quite the ride this year for the incredible Mighty Heart. Also, on today's show, not to be outdone, Harness Racing celebrates excellence in North American racing with the annual $6 million Breeders' Crown Champion Series, an event that brings together the greatest harness racing equine athletes in the world as they square off in different age divisions based on the horse's sex and gait. This year marks the 37th edition of the Breeders' Crown, which will be raced at Harris Hoosier Park in Indiana. Of course, in Indiana, it's going to be called Hoosier, with some eliminations being held tonight. Then the finals next Friday and Saturday, and of course, all the Breeders' Crown events will be available for betting and viewing via HPI and Dark Horse. One name synonymous with the Breeders' Crown is Moira Fanning, Chief Operating Officer of the Hamiltonian Society, Breeders' Crown, who throughout her career has been lucky enough to witness some of the best standard bred horses ever to look through a bridle. We will find out more about these champions from Moira and also talk about Breeders' Crown 2020 shortly. And finally today, we will look at some other horse racing action across North America, some Breeders' Cup thoroughbred news, and yes, it's fast approaching and of course some ponies picks of the day it's going to be a great show once again you better get your hpi dark horse apps ready for some heavy action when we come back my co-host and ponies expert larry simpson joining the show and we will talk about whatever racing fan is talking about what they're all talking about now mighty heart stay with us ponies 24 7 the radio magazine is back in a second ponies 24 7 the radio magazine brought to you by woodbine racetrack and woodbine mohawk park more from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce to you to my co-host and the expert on ponies, Larry Simpson. He's a triple crown winner every time he's on the radio station. Larry, how are you, my friend? I'm blushing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, it, it's such a big, big day for Canadian horse racing. And even on Woodbine, on their Twitter feed, they say, heroes win one, 
Legends take all three, and it really is remarkable. Since 1959, only eight horses have accomplished the Canadian Triple Crown of Canadian thoroughbred racing. And the last was Wando in in 2003, and he was a, he went on to be a great stallion in that too. So he he was a he was a he was a good horse, and you know we have Mighty Heart here today. He's a one-eyed colt, and uh, he just came out of nowhere, and uh, you know he romped in the Queen's Plate, and the same thing in the Prince of Wales, and uh, so now today he's got the big challenge, a mile and a half on the on the turf, and. The turf's probably going to be a little bit bit off, a little bit soft. So it is can, a cool day today. Yeah. So can can he handle it? Uh, you know, he's handled everything they've thrown at him so far. And that's the amazing thing. Since he he arrived in Earth in April of 2017, I mean, the horse loses an eye a few weeks into its life. That's but it, right. But like you said, it's handled everything and just kept going. Well, the the only time that he's actually started on the turf this year was down at Fairgrounds, and he bore out on the turn, and they said that he had a wolf tooth problem, which made him, uh, you know, it was, I guess, pressing on the bridle or that. So I guess they removed the, the wolf tooth, but that really wasn't a fair indication of whether the horse could race on the turf or not. He's got the breeding, and he uh, he worked the other day, and apparently he skipped across the turf pretty well, so... Uh, the, the media coverage all week leading up to today's race. Larry, I haven't seen this much coverage for a race like this in the GTA in a long time, and it's good to see for Canadian horse racing. Well, I think it's just uh, the whole story, like uh, Larry Cordes and his family have got this horse. He, he bred the horse, and you know the story about the horse losing the eye and that, and then they, they just took a chance that uh, you know, he didn't really have a big auspicious debut when he, when he came out, but... They worked on him, worked on him, and then you know something clicked, and 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 it certainly clicked at the at the Queen's Plate when he won by about nine lengths. So. But it, 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 when you think about the story behind Mighty Heart, it is almost like a Hollywood script. This horse born locally loses an eye, wins these races, uses stage like crushing the field, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, well, "What's well, what's with this horse with the blinder on? It's incredible." Exactly, and it's like uh, you know another Secretariat story or. Uh, or Dan Patch, or some of these other you know great horses of, of the past, and that so it's a pretty incredible story, and definitely not just uh, capturing the mind of people in the GTA in Ontario, but horse racing fans across the world. It is the race that everyone's talking about. It is the horse everyone's talking about. It is Mighty Heart. Uh, a really incredible story as it's going for the Breeders' Stakes for the Canadian Triple Crown. And there's a story behind it that is capturing the imagination of millions of horse racing fans across North America. To speak more about it, we are thrilled to be joined by the proud owner of Mighty Heart, the breeder, and his granddaughter, uh, Larry Cordes and Jen Perrin. Uh, Larry and Jen, how are you guys? Fine. Thank you. Great day. Well, Larry, I'll start with you. Uh, April of 2017... This beautiful horse is born, uh, and then a few weeks later, it loses a, a, this left eye. Had you any inkling in those first few months of Mighty Heart that we're, that you'd be in the position where you are today in the verge of the Triple Crown? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, it, even as a, as a two-week-old uh, fool when he uh, lost the eye, uh, he was well put together. He, he, his confirmation was good as a as a baby, and that was the only up to it. You know, I mean, the devil was, of course, he lost the eye as a two week old. He kind of got off to a, a, a slow start when he when you, you brought him to the track and that. But did you ever, 
you know, give up hope with him that he was going to, you know, turn into, well, obviously you didn't think he was going to be like this fantastic, but uh, uh, was there always that thought there that, yeah, he's, he's going to be a nice racehorse? Yes. As a matter of fact, um, I did say to Josie uh, at one point uh, as a two-year-old, uh, Josie, uh, maybe we should give up on this horse and uh, not spend any more money on him. It, 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 the reasoning for that was that um, uh, we, ra- we raced him twice in January down, or well, January in, in the first week of February, down in New Orleans, and uh, he um, broke out of the gate and he was throwing his head violently, lost four or five lengths. And then on the first turn, he uh, veered out uh, to the outside, lost another six or seven lengths. Jock brought him back in line. Next turn, he did the same thing. So he, he lost uh, about 18 or 20 lengths uh, during that. Mm-hmm. And then in the stretch, he made up 14 of those lengths. So there was some glimmer of hope there because he was in against some pretty tough horses. Now, in his second start there, he did the same thing, but the jockey did not respond to the problem and just let him do what he wanted and ran out there in the center of the track and didn't fare well on the grass. So then when we brought him back up here and uh, Justin was training him uh, uh, in his early three-year-old, uh, we, uh, we found that he had wolf tooth that was just under the skin. And uh, it, it was exactly where the jockey, when we brought him back out of the gate, the, the, the bit would hit that wolf tooth and violently cause him to throw his head. And then when he was going around the turn, the same thing. As he's steering him around the turn, the bit would hit that wolf tooth again and he would veer out trying to get away from the pain. Well, we extracted that tooth uh, uh, the uh, first or second week in May, and he wins by five and a half his next start in the launchers. So at that point, we knew that the violently throwing of his head, et cetera, was because of the pain in his wolf tooth. So then we worked uh, into it, uh, you know, into a, a race, which uh, we went in um, at a, a mile and an eighth, and he had the lead right to the wire and got beat uh, on the wire by two horses. So Josie said to me at that point, you know, he's got talent. Jen, how is it being on the uh, Mighty Heart uh, bandwagon? Is, is that a dream come true for you? It is. It's, it's definitely been a dream come true. I knew my papa had a really nice mare, and I knew she could produce something really nice. But for something to win the Queen's Plate and the Prince of Wales and potentially the Breeders' Stake is just unbelievable. Well, Jen and Larry, uh, we can't thank you enough. Mighty Heart has made us happy. It has made horse racing fans around the world happy. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best, and thank you for giving us uh, something we needed during COVID-19, and that's uh, a, a feel-good story, and I can't think of anything more than Mighty Heart. Thank you guys so much. 
When we come back, we're still talking breeders, in this case, the upcoming Breeders' Crown Championships for Harness Racing, as Moira Fanning of the Hamiltonian Society joins the show. Stay tuned. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine is up next. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one app for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 450 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at COSAonline.com or call 905-854-2672. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jim Lang with Larry Simpson. Harness Racing's Championship Series, the Breeders' Crown, is now in its 37th year, and every season becomes basically a who's who of world-class trotters and pacers in this year's edition next Friday and Saturday night also promises not to disappoint. We are thrilled to be joined now by Moira Fanning of the Hamiltonian Society Breeders' Crown. Moira, welcome to the show. Welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Obviously, this is an exciting time for you. It's a different time. I mean, here you have even more spotlight. Baseball's almost wrapped up. There's no basketball, especially in Indiana, to push you off the front page. You guys are front and center right now. We are, and we're actually just so happy that we could be here and that um, Harris Hoosier Park Management did everything they could to have the Breeders' Crown. There was... You know, there was a time when there was so much insert uncertainty, we weren't even sure it would occur. Um, so it is extra satisfying to be here and on the eve of, of the eliminations and know that it is going to happen. And that the entry box was so strong, I think 161 horses this year. The last time we were here at Harris, it was 166. So we really didn't have much fall off. And... Uh, Horsemen want to race, and the horses sure are ready. The the owners uh, are uh, have been very supportive of the program in that way. Was there ever a concern that there may not be a Breeders' Crown this year? Well, sure. I mean, when uh, the I think Cal Expo was the last harness track to stop racing in March 29th or late March, and at that point, you know, you're still in the middle of your stake payment cycle. You don't know if you're going to reopen, and especially tracks that were tied to Racinos uh, had the extra obstacle of, of having no people uh, being, it, it didn't look like people were going to be able to gather at all at that point, certainly in the, in the Northeast, in New York and New Jersey. But everybody did their best to, to hold to, um, you know, 
the schedule as if it was going to happen. We, our first really big event that we were, you know, lucky enough to have was the Hamiltonian. That came off well, although it was the strangest Hamiltonian I've ever attended. <laughs> and sadly, a, a lot of stake races were canceled. A lot of purses took a hit. But the uh, Breeders' Crown, because it's based almost on a three-year cycle of yearling, two-year-old, three-year-old, are able to, very very proud we were able to maintain the purses and uh, really grateful to Harris and the Indiana Horsemen that they wanted to go ahead and have the event. You know, Moira, for people who don't realize, and maybe some of our listeners, Illinois and Indiana has a deep, steep tradition in standard bred racing, both from breeders and, and, and fans and everything. Why is it such a big deal in the Midwest? Well, I think, you know, the heartland of America is certainly where harness racing took root, and, and uh, we have the most famous standard bred of all, Dan Patch, uh, from from Indiana, and uh you know, it's it's an agricultural and certainly a a horse friendly state, as is um, Ohio and Illinois, uh, and they like their racing here. They like their racing. They like their their trotters. I think in 2017, when we first came here, we saw that the Indiana bred horses uh, could compete on a national stage. Handler Hanover uh, was horse of the year. Uh, some of the sires they came out here have just done tremendously, and and we're back again. Uh, and that statement is even truer. I think some of the strongest sales in Lexington, uh, and even here coming up, you'll see. I think I believe this weekend uh, are Indiana breads, and they have uh, no problem going on the Grand Circuit, the Breeders' Crown, you know, anywhere they want in North America to race. But Moira, considering everything that's gone on in North America the last six months, people like you with your kind of passion and knowledge for standard bred racing and your connections to Woodbine Mohawk Park and other standard bred tracks around North America probably is more important now than ever to keep that sport thriving. It is. And uh, I think, you know, strangely, racing can continue without a lot of um, participation from spectators because... Racing was really an early adopter of online betting, way ahead of sports wagering, obviously, and way ahead of many, uh, even online casino gaming. Uh, that was one thing that racing figured out many, many years ago. And people, you know, say it has it's a double-edged sword, but it certainly was useful now that you didn't have to come to the track uh, to to see, watch, bet on, whatever you wanted to do. Um, these these races, whether they're regular Tuesday night cards or the Hamiltonian or the Breeders' Crown, they're available on YouTube, they're available on Facebook, on all the ADWs. So racing had an edge there in being able to resume under these conditions and, and, and actually thrive. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot, Moira. <laughs> <laughs> you've, seen a, you've seen a lot of Breeders' Crown races. Which was the most stunning one for you? Well, uh, you know, that's just impossible. But, uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I will. <laughs> it, well, it is. I mean, you know, if you are a fan of harness racing like I am, your dream job is 
is to be able to see the top level of racing and, and drivers and trainers and, and horses. And, and uh, it took me a good five years to, to not just be gaga over every, every single race and, and start thinking about it like, like an executive. Uh, that's <laughs> how much of a, a fan I am. <laughs> but I was just thinking the other day, um, CRK Susie, as an open trotter in 1996, came to the Meadowlands, and it was an Olympic year because I remember we had a very off TV crew that wasn't familiar with racing, and it was it was problem after problem. And she had not had – I don't think she'd started two times that year. And, in fact, I think her last start had been a qualifier, and she'd made a break. And they took a huge roll of the dice to put her in this – this um, half a million dollar race, and she was against some good horses. Good Times was in there, Deliberate Speed, Cocktail Jet had come from France, and everyone was like, oh, boy, uh, you know, how is this going to go? And she went out there and wired the field in just one of the most incredible performances. People use the word jaw-dropping, but, you know, the expectations for her, if you went by her program lines, were not high. And she put on a performance that day that I, I still think about it as being one of the most unpredictable and one of the most wow uh, races I ever I ever saw a horse put together. In 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 under two minutes, she just stunned everybody. Moira, an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us and to continue success in the Hoosier State. Thank you so much. Make sure everybody tunes in next Friday the 30th and Saturday the 31st. You yeah. won't be disappointed. You know it. Thank you very much. After the break, Larry Simpson breaking down today's breeder stakes at Woodbine, a betting gem or two at Woodbine Mohawk Park and Santa Anita Park later today. Stay with us. Larry Simpson's coveted Pony Picks of the Day are next. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Go from dark horse to winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Well, before we wrap up our show, let's take a look at uh, today's breeder stakes at Woodbine. Larry, I mean, it's it, the race everyone, not just in Canada, but the horse racing world are going to their HPI and Dark Horse app and checking it out and making a play because... Of everyone now, Mighty Heart is one to one, even money favorite. But there could be some interesting and good money picks here in today's big race. Well, I think obviously Mighty Heart is the, is the horse to beat. Like he's uh, uh, he's just done everything that uh, Josie Carroll, his trainer, has asked him to do. And you know, th there's a question about whether he can handle the turf because of the, the, he did have a, a bad experience in his only turf race at fairgrounds. But I think that was just as uh, we had indicated earlier, that was more of due to a wolf tooth uh, problem and that and causing the horse to, to uh, bear out a little bit on the turn. So I think he is the, still the horse to beat. Uh, he 
apparently worked well over the turf. Everybody's questioning his pedigree. Well, his uh, he's out of a by a sire who won a grade two uh, uh, back at Keeneland a few years back at a, at, a, at a distance marathon, so or a marathon distance, I should say. So I think that you know he's the horse to beat. He's he's won the last three races uh, by an average of four lengths a race. So and that's and a big deal at this a, level. That's a big horse deal. Racing. That's yeah. a big deal. So. I, I think the only way that I would bet this race is maybe take an exactor box and, and uh, I'm going to throw the number four horse in, Ollie, my boy, who I did like in the Queen's Plate. Oh. Ollie, my boy, did make a, a large move in the stretch. He was five and six wide and he made a large move on the turn, turning into the stretch and he just kind of hung a little bit. They Interestingly, they had Ollie, my boy, in to go at Woodbine a couple of weeks ago on a turf, in a turf race. And unfortunately, it rained that day, and it came off the turf, and it went back on the synthetic. So he uh, he he ran a nice fourth in that race, and that. So it looked like they were priming him for this race. Uh, Patrick Husbands is on him today. Uh, he's replaced Stephen Bayan on the horse. So uh, uh, now there's the. I'm going to take another shot here. There's number two horse, Enchant Me, who's fifty to one in the morning line. Hmm. And interestingly, Stephen Bayan has gone in, onto this horse. But um, this horse has, uh, uh, he's a maiden, but he has shown a liking for turf. And they put him in the uh, Prince of Wales, uh, his last start at, at Fort Erie, and he just didn't seem to fire in there. So I, I think he could hit the ticket, and, and he's going to be a couple of box uh, box play in there. So uh, uh, I, I What like about him. Belichick, who's right next to Mighty Heart in the gate? And that was my next horse. Oh. That was my next, you stole him from <laughs> sorry, me. Sorry, sorry. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, also trained by Josie Carroll, uh, Belichick's by Lemon Drop Kid, who's a tremendous turf sire and, uh, sires basically distance horses on the turf. Uh, he, uh, should get the distance and, uh, he should be fresh today because Josie kept the horse out of the, uh, Prince of Wales. So that's, uh, that would be my exactor box with those horses. Now, uh, uh, for somebody looking for some action at Woodbine Mohawk Park tonight, Race seven is a trot for Ontario sired fillies. All the sire stakes races are done now. So what they do is they put condition class together with sire stakes horses. And the number 10 horse, TH Present, who I picked oh, a, yeah. I picked a couple of weeks ago in the sire stakes final and uh, finished okay, beating a couple of lengths to one of the top horses, but has come kind of come down a little bit in class tonight. And what's more important is there's a... Uh, uh, a trainer change to uh, Richard Moreau, who's the leading trainer at uh, at Woodbine Mohawk Park. So I think uh, even though she's got the 10-hole, she, uh, she handled the 10-hole a couple of starts back and finished second in the sire stakes. So she should be uh, she should be okay. And you wanted to mention something about late at Santa Anita? Yeah, if, if you're, you've still got some money to, to spend. <laughs> uh, uh, or you won some money. <laughs> <laughs> or you've won some money. Uh, race 8 is a grade 3 stakes. Uh, it's the Senator Ken Maddy. It's a uh, it's only five and a half furlongs on the turf, and I, I love turf races, but I'm going to take a shot with the number seven horse, Z-Drop. Uh, this uh, filly made a big move in her last start, uh, which was a, actually a grade two, so a better class. Uh, she's been racing in longer distances, which is maybe a negative, but uh, with the class drop today and the cutback, she has cut back in the past, going from a, a distance to a sprint, uh, and actually done it twice in her career. And I think there seems to be a lot of speed in the race to, to fuel the pace, and, and this horse could maybe pick up the, the pieces in the stretch in that.
But in close, Larry, I think you you nailed it. You said we've needed all society, whether you're a horse racing aficionado or not, need feel good stories. And Mighty Heart is a feel good story. This one eyed wonder on the verge of doing something that only a handful of horses in the history of the sport have done. I think that's what's really captured the imagination of the public. Well, you see how in in the U.S. or North America, when they have the North American Triple Crown with the Derby and the Preakness and the Belmont, and how the, the, the Derby winner is touted in the, in the Preakness, and, and he wins the Preakness, and then a lot more people get excited about the sport, and then comes the Belmont, and, and you've got tons of eyes that you never had in the past. Yeah. And I think it's the same here, like... You know, the schedule was so wacky this year where you had the Queen's Plate that's normally in June being run in September and, you know, the uh, Prince of Wales being run like three weeks later. And then, you know, and now here we are today for the third leg. So, like, COVID's been a terrible thing for sports, especially, you know, the horse racing business and basically everybody in in life in general. Mm -hmm. And we need some good news, and what better to, to you know, with Larry Cordes's mighty heart to win the Triple Crown. Well said. Well, thank you for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest edition of Ponies 24-7, the magazine, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. Enjoy the race. Get your dark horse and HPI, HPI app ready. It's going to be a great one. <laughs> the Breeders' Crown, it's going to be incredible. Mighty Heart going for the Triple Crown. We'll see if it can happen. Enjoy. We'll talk to you soon. Take care and enjoy the races. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.